Blog Talk Radio. This is George Gamond, and welcome to the Thursday Show. How is everyone? Ah, are we having a beautiful week so far? Are you getting ready for the weekend, or or is the weekend really important to you? I know a lot of people work all kinds of strange hours, and you know they're not hung up about Saturday and Sunday. But there's something nice about Fridays. I, even a person like myself, okay, uh, enjoys Friday, and I work. You know, you know, Friday's not as big a deal as it used to be to me. Because I do this, and I do read work for clients. I talked to a client this morning already. So, good, good. So, what we're going to talk about is, let me, I, I see I have a caller. I'll be with you in a minute to see if we're on the same vibration this morning, because life is about vibration. And I've been talking about relationships all week, and I thought I'd go off in a little different direction. It still relates to relationships. It relates to relationships. You like that? But I read a quote that I get from the Abraham material on a daily basis. And today's quote I thought was kind of appropriate. I thought we would deviate a little bit off what we've been talking about, about establishing relationships. And we talk about this particular topic. So let me read the quote. I see I have a caller. I'll be with you in a minute. But let me read the quote, if I can find it. It's got, I got it somewhere in here, right? Yeah, somewhere to read it. And then what we're going to talk about and have a nice article based on this whole theme of, well, let me read the quote, and then I'll tell you what the theme is. Okay. This is from a workshop in Sedona, Arizona. It's been a long time since I've been in that area. I live in just outside of Denver now. I've lived in Southern California for kind of most of my life. It's a big contrast, but it's a contrast. Why did I do this contrast? But let me read the quote, and I'll talk more about that, and we'll get a call or two. The expansion of the universe and the evolution of all species is dependent on contrast. How would you ever decide what you do want without living some of what you don't want? That's a good question. How would you ever decide what you do want without living what you don't want? You know, how would you know you like really warm weather for sure? unless you lived in cold weather for a while. And you go, well, I, like my family members, well, I would never go back to Michigan because, you know, it's so cold. The contrast is so cold. Now I like the warm. And I, even even when it gets really, really hot, it's like they can think of the contrast. Well, that's a big contrast from the snow, and I don't like the snow and the cold and so forth so on. So moving right along. And so be easy on yourself. Do not try to hold yourself to the impossible standard of only being in the place where everything is exactly as you want it to be. Don't we get hung up on that? Oh, I want my life to be this utopia of perfection. No, we got to have contrast. We, we learn from contrast, and we'll get more into that. If you, if you could do that, you would cease to exist. That's, that's a pretty bold statement from the Abraham material. If you could do that, you would cease to exist. We like challenges. We like contrast. We like to see what we don't want to. Now, you may disagree and go, that's crazy stuff, but look at your life. Examine your life a little bit. Don't you learn from what you don't want? And we can apply that to relationships a lot because, you know, you had your ex 
and I'll take a caller. And I'll give me a minute, a minute, and I'll take the call. We learn from our exes. It's always good to have exes. We learn early from exes <laughs> what we don't want. Well, this person was selfish. This person was that. This person didn't listen. This person didn't do that. Well, that's contrast. You learn from that. You go, nah, that's not what I want. Even when you date, you know, you don't have to be in a relationship. You can be dating somebody or even starts in high school, right? But you start dating and you go, eh, I don't like that. That's not what I want. So we have preferences. And there's nothing wrong with preferences. I like the word preferences. We have preferences. And we learn our preferences from contrast. So I have a nice article on that. Now I'm going to let my spirit guides talk to you. I'll take a call. Let my spirit guides talk to you about contrast, the Sarah group. And then I have an article based on the same subject and some practical tips on identifying contrast and, and you know, some nice ways of doing it so that you, you have a little exercise that you could do on contrast. Okay? So we're going to have some fun. We can only have a half hour. I kind of found I was doing the show for 45 minutes, but I found a half hour I could squeeze everything in and keep it going and keep it moving without delays might have a guest in a few days so we'll see what happens and it might expand the show for guests okay and i will announce it ahead of time so let me take a call 770 and then we'll get back into more about contrast hello this is sandy hi sandy how are you okay how are you doing in colorado Colorado, Colorado. You know, they don't like Colorado. I'm just teasing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like people don't like people in California don't like certain expressions. How California is called either. So, what's going on with you? I, I'm moved on. I'm adjusting. It takes time to adjust to a new environment, especially if you've been living in the same environment for a long time. Yeah, it's, yeah. It takes a little. It takes a little while to adjust to snow falling. Snow. Snow. You know what that word snow means? Yeah. But fortunately, since I've been here, the snow will fall, sticks for a few hours, and then melts. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Took my dog took my dog longer than me to adjust to snow. First of all, she wouldn't go out in it. She wouldn't walk in it. She now she will. I was new. So what's going on with Sandy today? Oh, I just thought I I I finally got a chance to listen to you since you just started a, your show up again, and I thought, oh, George is on now. I can I can listen to him. Oh, and well, thank you. I always enjoy that. Thank and you. I enjoy your topic for today. Good. And so, what contrast are you? What contrasts are you seeing in your life? Uh too much contrast, <laughs> you know. Well, that means that uh, means you're moving forward. That means you got things to move forward too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I, you know, I'm just having to deal with my dad, and I you know, I'm the one that that I guess uh, messaged you <laughs> about my dad. And so what's the what's his name? Well, he's old, and uh, he's he'd been in the hospital, went up to rehab, went back to the hospital, said he wasn't going to do any more, and now we got him got him in the hospice situation, and okay. it yeah, and it's just 
I don't know what he, I know what he wants, but I don't know if, if he's afraid of what he wants. You know. What's he want? He wants to pass. Okay. And I think he's afraid. Well, that's that's kind of human, isn't it? Where you know, uncertainty, yeah. certain uncertainty to what's going to happen if you don't, even if you have really tr- strong faith or belief in what's on, in the non-physical world, it's still since you, you know, since you haven't been there in a while, it's kind of hard to you know r- recognize it. Uh, uh, let me, let, you know, without trying to be too odd about strange about this, I really do feel. The closer he gets to his transition, the more visits he's going to get from the non-physical world, his ancestors, that will help him do the transition. Does that make sense? So you uh, have Say to, that again. Well, the closer he gets to his transition, to his passing, right? The closer yeah. he gets to it, he will get visitations from his ancestors, his parents, great-grandparents, whoever – that will help him to ease his way over. Yeah, and my mom has has come to him and shook her finger at him and and said, I think he said, she said, you shouldn't be doing this or something. Resisting. Yeah. Resisting. Shouldn't be resisting. I don't know what he shouldn't be doing. Resisting, resisting the trend, the yeah. the movement forward, to the the process. He shouldn't resist it. He shouldn't be hold. You know, of course you want to hold on. You don't want it passed because you love people on this side. But there's sometimes too much resistance is not good for you either. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, your your message is really just kind of accept that it's. The process that this is not this is not a long term situation. It has more of a short term outcome to it. So you can just you know be patient with it. It'll, it'll unfold quicker than you think, quicker than you can imagine, and you're gonna go, oh wow, yeah. So okay, just encourage yeah. encourage him. To let the process go naturally without resistance. Yeah, I've tried, and the thing is, is I think him seeing that shook his belief system, and I told him, I said, "Well, you know, that's when your belief system changes." Right. Well, it's because you start to see, or feel, or know that there's something beyond the physicality. And that you start to recognize there is something waiting for me in this transition. Mm-hmm. And so he'll get there more and more. As I said, the more and more, the closer he gets, the more and more he'll he'll get that um, messages, I guess is a good word for it, too. Hey, let go. It's okay. It's time. It's com- Be comfortable with it. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah, I know it's not easy to let go, and, and it, from your perspective, more than even more than his. But you have to know it's part of the process. Well, I, it's probably easier for me than it is for him. Really? You know? Why do you, Why do you say that? Because, just because I know. Okay. You know? Well, that's I, I I understand, but he'll get there too. He'll get there too. 
he will get yeah. there. And it won't take you long for him to get to that recognition that, yeah, okay, there's something. Yeah, I'm being pulled to something, you know, different. I won't say better, but different. Well, and I told him, I said, it is going to be better, you know? Well, it's better in the sense that he gets to be in a place of absolute unconditional love without yeah. the limitations and pain of the, of the human body. And that's the key yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful... I appreciate the call. I appreciate this message because, you know, for anybody else that's listening, this this is kind of encouraging. If you're, A lot of people are in the same situation. My ex-wife is in the same situation with her mother, and it, she's going through the same process. You know, well, so the process her, that's hard on me is, is seeing him suffering when he, he, he doesn't have to. Right. Well, obviously you can't control the situation. I know. And all you can do is encourage him to know that you can be without suffering. There's a way of being without suffering. Yeah. And it's just, uh, like I say, belief systems can hold you back. Yes, they can. And, but that's, it's kind of human. There's a lot of, you know, the transition is difficult for even very spiritual people. I mean, I'm looking, you know, I'm, I, I studied the Bible many years ago, and one of the verses that pops in is the when Jesus was on the cross, and he talked about, why have you forsaken, Father, why have you forsaken me? So he went, he had his moment of, you know, what am I doing, you know, what am I going to go? What's happening here? So it's normal. Yeah. What does, okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to let you go. I got some things okay. I have to cover, but I, I really appreciate your call. And okay. you know, this is a very, this is a very short term thing. Yeah, well, that's okay. what I'm hoping. You know, just kind of yeah. yeah. Hang in there. You'll get you'll you'll you would definitely get through this, and it'll strengthen your faith. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Be well. Be well. Bye now. It, that's an interesting contrast, isn't it? What I do? What did I just do? I don't know what I just did. Oh, there it goes. Okay, we're done, right? Yeah, I think so. That was an interesting. Yeah, that's another form of contrast. You see, you don't want to suffer, so you go to something that feels good, and then you're at that place in your life where you're near transition. Now I know it's not easy, and I'm not trying to make the make light of the situation for anyone, but you see the contrast. And you and you can wish for them to be not suffering. You can wish or you can meditate or pray or envision them in a place of lack of uh, where there is no suffering, where there is joy, where there is love, where there is all of these beautiful things. You can hold that out to them, you know, and in, even in your prayers or your meditation, you, you're visualizing, you're seeing that person and you're holding out the best for them, which is a position, a situation where they're not suffering. So let's let's get in. I'm going to have my spirit guides talk to you about that, about this idea of contrast. And then, we're, if I have time, I'll get into the article a little bit. I'll get to the meat of the article, a little exercise that you can do for contrast and identifying contrast and using it in your life. Okay, so I'm the Sarah Group. 
the different group of spiritual teachers and different ones come into the group based on the topic, simply put. So I'm going to go away, let them talk to you for a few minutes about this topic, and I'll be back. You know, it's a natural part of the human, we'll, we'll use the word evolution, but it's more than evolution. It's more, it's really contrast is something that's built into the human condition is how we would put it for you. That, that from your very beginning of who you are as a human race, as a species, you learned contrast. And it was, it was presented to you in very stark and dangerous situations from your very beginning where you learned, oh, you didn't want this, you wanted that. You liked to live safely in a cave. You didn't like the idea of being chased by saber-toothed tigers or whatever else beasts were available or around at the time. So you learned at a very early part of your human development, evolution, whatever word you want to use there, that life is full of contrast. You saw sickness, you saw death, and you said, no, I, I'm not ready for that. I want to keep living, and I'm going to do what keeps me alive, keeps me well. You, so contrast has been with you for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, and you've developed it. It's part of your human nature. To, and, and you came in from your spirit world, from your spirit home, from your spiritual place, knowing that there would be contrast because you set it up. You set it up. You came into a lifetime to experience contrast. It's not something that oh, accidentally happened in your lives. You came in with the belief, with the knowing that there will be challenges. We'll use the word challenges here or problems or challenges so it'll show you contrast. So it's, it's, it's so to avoid it, is to avoid the human experience. Like what George read in the Abraham material, without it, you'll never grow. Because you're here to grow, you're here to develop, you're here to learn, you're here to experience new things. And you don't experience new things unless you see things that you don't like. In your day-to-day -day experiences, in your day-to-day -day life, Let's give you kind of a simple example of that. You could be living in an environment where you have to drive miles every day to get to work. Oops, I left this thing on, didn't I? Okay, so you may be driving miles and miles every day to get to work. Okay? And after a while, it's, contrast teaches you, I don't like this. I don't like this drive. What can I do about this drive? This drive, this 20 miles, 30 miles, so many kilometers that you drive every day is really frustrating for you. It brings up your anger. It brings up your stress levels. And you go contrast. So what do you do? Well, you, see, you seek out perhaps a different location to live that's closer to your work. Or you seek another employment that will be closer to your residence. So you have a couple choices. So contrast teaches you, okay, I don't like this. This is really stressful. 
And the longer you put up with, we'll use this example of the drive, the more and more it affects you physically and emotionally, and the more difficult life becomes, and the more stressed out, and the physical ailments that come with it. So at some point, you have to learn from that contrast that this driving every day, this commuting to work every day is not beneficial. So you can ask, ask the universe, turn it over, turn it over to source and say, okay, I don't like this. This is what I want to feel like. This is how I want to feel. I want to feel this very short commute to work. I want to feel I get to work. I'm not stressed out. I'm feeling refreshed. I'm feeling exhilarated. I'm feeling that, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a great day. You're going to see the contrast. I don't want to feel this way when I get to work, frustrated, upset, angry. You know, you've been raging because of the drivers that you have to put up with. So you want to feel this way. You want to feel that you get to work and you're still refreshed. You're still comfortable. You're still alert. You're still in a good mood. You're feeling comfortable about yourself and the environment that you're in. So you learn from that contrast. And so you start to envision what you want. You you start to envision the outcome that you want as in your commute. Maybe you want to work from home. You envision staying at home and working from home, and you feel like, I can set it up. I can do that. Well, you ask the universe, okay, this is what I want. It's such a contrast to what I've been doing that this is what I want. So that's how contrast can work, and even those kind of situations. You identify what you really, really don't like, what's causing you physical and emotional trauma, and you ask the universe and you start to envision what you really do want, what how, what would feel good in this situation. Maybe a 10-minute drive where you just kind of acclimate yourself to the day and you listen to a little bit of music or the news and you get to work and boom, you're ready. Right? But we, we'll go back to that point we were making. The longer you put up with what you don't want, don't want, the longer, the more and more it's going to affect you physically and emotionally. So you need to start when it really starts to feel uncomfortable and what you don't want to start to move towards what you do want and start to envision what you do want. Start talking to the universe or source. This is what I want. This is what feels good for me. This would feel really good if I can get into that place. So think about that. Think about those words. Think about that concept. And, and you can apply it to anything in your life. Relationships. You know, we talked about that the other day with George, was that if a relationship becomes really, really uncomfortable, where it's not working, where it physically is affecting you and emotionally affecting you, and you're really saying, I don't want to be in this relationship. Well, you got to pull. you got to. Make a decision. You've got to have a choice. You've got to visualize where you want to be. Maybe it's without a relationship for a while. Maybe you just want to be free and, and do your own thing for a while. Just what feels good? If this relationship doesn't feel good, what does feel good? Well, maybe, maybe, maybe the universe will help you in that relationship. Maybe that relationship will change. Maybe the more you envision that relationship changing and the more you envision that partner being, you know, that atmosphere different and the communication being different, that, that energy will influence the situation. Okay? Got that? So start there. 
in, in a relationship. Start with visualizing how you want this relationship to be. Now, if it doesn't shift, because you're not controlling the other person, the influence, the energy can make a difference. Can make it because the more joy, the more love, the more higher vibration you present into a relationship, the more you visualize and feel how you want this to be, the more the energy can influence the relationship. But if it doesn't, if you're still seeing the same attitudes, the same feelings, the same emotions, the same contrast, the same negativity in a relationship, then the alternative is. Okay, I'm going to move into a different. This is what I envision the relationship to be, a relationship to be, not this one, but a relationship to be. And maybe I need to be outside of a relationship to get a better feeling of contrast, what I don't want. So then you have to make that decision, that choice. I'm leaving this relationship because it's not working. It's just causing me emotional and physical anxiety, pain, frustration. For first of all, Envision how you want this particular relationship to be. Get into a good feeling place. Get into a place where you're exuding out of you love and appreciation and joy. And see if that influences the relationship. Be what you want the relationship to feel like. And if that doesn't work, then it's time to leave the relationship. So we'll leave you with that. Have a beautiful day. And we appreciate you listening to us. We thank you. And as George has said before, if you want us to personally speak to you, we will. Okay, thank you. Bye. Okay, I'm back. Oh, I only have a four minutes to go. Wow, quick show today. I, you know, went to 30 minutes. It's kind of, it kind of gives spirit a chance to communicate. Let me give you a little bit. Clarity from Contrast is the article. The author's name is Dana J. Smithers. And she works as an entrepreneur, a certified law of attraction trainer. So I thought I'd give you this real quick. Uh, clarity from contrast. Take a sheet of paper, divide it in half the long way. At the top, write my ideal. Fill in the blank here. My ideal financial situation, my ideal client, my ideal, my ideal health picture. What you envision your life, what you want your life to be, right? Whatever situation it is, my ideal relationship is one, right? In the top of the left-hand column, with start with contrast, what I don't want. On the right-hand column, write what I do want. So go down the contrast column, writing short points about what you don't want until you think of everything. Any, You can't think of anything more that you don't want. So just write down little brief points. Don't write paragraphs, <laughs> just a little sentence or you know, what you don't want. Okay, so go down the point page, writing those down. Then move to the right-hand side and go over to the right-hand side. One by one from your contrast list, write down what you do want in your clarity column. So this is, this is what I don't want. This is what I do want. This is what I don't want. This is what I do want going down the page. And I, this is the next point that's rather interesting. Put a line through each of your don't wants as you go through your list. You will have an entire list of what you do want. Now, you can I, – I picture I get is you can take that page now and you can cut it in half. So all you have now is the do wants. You can throw the don't wants away because you already know them. You already got them. You got the list. Just take the list of you do wants and put it on your vision board. 
put it somewhere you see it because this is what I do want and I can see it now. I can I can go down the list. I've already cleared off the don't wants. I already kind of let's get rid of those. I don't have to emphasize those. You don't want to tell talk to the universe about you don't wants. Because the universe is hearing that. Going, hey, you really want more of those? Why why are you? Yeah. They're just listening to your emotions. Now, I would, going back to what Spirit said, you got to feel good about the do ones. Really got to feel good about them. You got to envision them. They got to feel good. You got to move into a good feeling place, a good emotional place with those do ones. And then when you look at the list, Start envisioning what you do want. Feel good about it. Wow, this feels really good. If I had this, if I can move to this place, I can move to this atmosphere, this environment, I'm going to feel really good about my life. And maintain that list. And then when you get a little down, go back to your do once or start a new sheet, right? Go back over. But you basically don't, and you can do that in any topic. You can have a bunch of lists on a bunch of different topics, but all you're emphasizing is the things that you do want in life. And stick with it. Stay with it. You'll enjoy it. Okay, this has been fun. I'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday, isn't it? I don't know what day it is, right? It's like I get, they all run together after a while. So we'll go back on to, because my main theme is all about relationships. So we'll talk more about relationships and how to build strong relationships, regardless of what type of relationship. So if you, I can help you, give me a call. My information is in the episode information, info, information, and my phone number, email address. And I appreciate you listening. I love you guys. Have a beautiful day. Enjoy it. And work on what you do want. Visualize what you do want in life. Thank you for listening.